Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove, and with me is the shirtless this morning, super producer Jason. Fully clothed. Fully clothed. Fully clothed. Greetings, Fully clothed. everyone. <laughs> and loyal listeners to the program will understand why I'm going to have to start checking if Jason is fully clothed. Um, not to scare any of the new listeners off, but you know. <laughs> it's a family podcast. It's a family podcast. <laughs> All right. And, um, well, I mean, we're, we're super excited about our guest today because, as always, we do think that our best shows, and nothing against the people that are researchers and authors and everything. I mean, they bring great things to the show, too. But I know our listeners oh, love really it. love. Yeah, they, but our listeners really love to hear personal experiences. And, um so a lot of the people that we get either reach out to us um, through the through our Facebook pages after the shadows or the from the shadows podcast. They come to the website, you know, from the shadows podcast.com and, and get a hold of us that way. Or they get a hold of me on Instagram through the from the shadows podcast Instagram or my own personal Shane Grove author or even on my Facebook page. Nobody contacts Jason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's intimidating. But we always, but but we love for people to reach out and, that way and kind of tell us a story. Now we now I'm also I also post a lot of our stuff on a lot of Facebook pages that are you know a lot of, especially the Bigfoot ones. So our guest today was somebody whose story I came across on the. Pennsylvania research uh, page, uh, which is hosted by a former guest, Mary Fabian. So uh, I saw this, I saw this story, this young lady was telling, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty good. So I reached out to her. And once I talked to her, uh, I, we knew we had to have her on because 
this is these are some good these are some good encounters and I think everybody will enjoy them. So so Cassidy, welcome this fine Sunday morning to the to the From the Shadows podcast. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, we're glad you're here because um <laughs> and I think after uh after hearing your one experience, I think a lot of people understand why I'm just glad you are here because <laughs> because because uh you know i, I don't know you're i, I, I guess that it was a little dangerous and perhaps uh she's lucky to well, be here is that what you're trying I, to indicate i'm just saying it's a, it was a little too close of an account encounter for my kind Ooh, okay? do tell, do tell. and i will tell you this i will preface this with um if i am gonna have to take any girl with me and nothing against girls but if I'm going to have to take a girl with me into the woods, into battle, into uh, any kind of tough situation, I'm taking Cassidy because uh, after talking to her, she is a uh, she's one tough chick. That's all I can say. Now that's high so. praise right there. I can't wait to hear <laughs> these stories. She's, she's one tough chick. So, so Cassidy, no pressure, but why don't you tell everybody, um, you know, where you're at? as best, you know, as close as you want to, and kind of, you know, what happened in a couple of your encounters. Alrighty. Well, I am from Dawson, PA, right at the bottom of Peters Mountain, right off the Appalachian Trail. Trail. Um, I've had two main encounters, like a couple of just weird, eerie sounds I've heard multiple times, but just two main sightings. So I guess I'll just start in with the first one. That's a good place. Hey, it's a good place. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay. So two years ago, it was the second week of buck season here. And I decided, you know what? I'm, I got out of school. I was like, I'm just going to go up and sit in the woods for a little while. So I headed up. And I was just chilling, just listening. I was on the phone a little bit for about five minutes, and then I lost service. But then about 5.15, 5.16 p.m., I was getting all my stuff ready. And I was getting ready to head out of the stand. And I just heard some heavy footsteps, some real just heavy. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. But it seemed really, like, pretty close. And it had to be about 15 to 20 yards up the ravine. That was to, wait, okay, yeah, to my right. So, like, if I would look across my stand over at the ravine looking straight ahead if there wasn't the ravine he was easily 10 yards next to me but because of the ravine and having to go down and back up the other side to get to me that's what made it the 15 to 20 yards but it was just very very close well yeah that's, that's whole- i mean i mean <laughs> that seems like um, and you're so young, you would not remember this, but Jason, but remember like the reach out and touch someone, Jason commercial for mm-hmm. the telephone. Yeah. Co- yeah. I mean, 10 yards for something. Okay. Well, I'm okay. I've gotten, I'm getting, I'm looking 10 yards away from me here in my office thinking what can reach out and grab me from 10 yards away. So, okay. All right. I'm sorry, Cassie. Keep going. Cause that, that oh, just gets fine. me, that gets me how close that is. How really close that yeah. is. Okay. 
but the whole time I'm like, no, it's just a big deer. It's got to be a bunch of deer. So at this point, I'm getting excited. Like, I'm about to, you know, get some jerky out of this. So I'm getting really excited. So I get my gun up, and I'm holding it in my hands, and I'm just looking, trying to figure out what it is. And then as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, oh no, that's not what I thought. But um, just this big black and brown, just fuzzy figure just popped right out from behind the thicket and did not pay me no mind and then walked a few feet into the next thicket and just stopped dead in his tracks i don't know if the wind changed directions or if he seen me and was just playing with me or what but he just stopped dead in his tracks right there and i sat there until probably about 6.30 trying to calm down just because of the fact where he was at, he could clearly see me, like plain as day. I was just right there. But like I said, I sat there until 6.30 until I could calm down because I I did not want to get out of my stand because I knew if I got down, I was fair game. And then as soon as you get down, you're straight out the bottom of the mountain. So if you're shaky and you miss a step, you're rolling the whole way down. But I calmed down a little bit, so I got down and I was – hurrying down as fast as I could go without biffing it and rolling it the rest of the way. But as soon as I got to the bottom, there's like a deep groan. Like he was saying, she's gone now or thank you for leaving. Like we can go back to our daily lives and, you know, stuff like that. So it was just one of those really eerie moments. So, oh boy. So, so when you said he passed from one thicket to the other, and yeah. stopped. Do you? Th- so you were saying that for the whole time you're sitting there, he's still standing there in another thicket, like. Yep. He just went deeper in. He just went deeper in, and oh boy, oh boy. So, it, what were you saying? I mean, at any time did you think I got to shoot? The, I got to shoot this thing so I can get out of here, or you just? I mean, like, what was thought going through it. your mind? You thought about okay. Okay. I thought so, about it, but like, I don't know what the legal, the legal business is with that. Like, would I get fined? Would I get party? Like, I don't know. I'd just rather it's, you know, he's been here longer than I have. If he don't mess with me, I'm not going to mess with him. That's how I've seen it. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so you're, and so, I mean, you obviously have been hunt in the woods hunting for a long time. I mean, not just, it wasn't your first week, wasn't your first week, uh, going hunting. Like you just hadn't got your license and said, I'm going to go out. And I mean, you're, you're an experienced, uh, hunter. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I've been at this for about 10 years now. Wow. Wow. And so for the people, here's the thing is, is, I mean, where you're at in Pennsylvania, there's definitely bear, right? I mean, there's definitely yeah. some bear. Okay. But you're 10 yards away. You're in the woods for 10 years hunting. You know what you're seeing is not a, not a bear. Oh, yeah. So and I, the main factor to know it wasn't a bear is because the day before that, a bear had walked straight up that same path. And bear hair is, you know, fluffy, not wiry. But mm-hmm. the hair on that, it was, it was a mix of fluff and wire. But... Now, now when you see a, okay, so I just, I just want to ask you, so when you see a bear, like, so the day before you were out hunting and a bear had walked in your view and, and right. Is that what I'm going to assume you're saying? Yeah. Now, 
what kind of emotions go through you when you see a bear? Oh, that was just like, oh, he's so cute. But I know if I get down here, he's going to eat me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> But it's 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 not like it's an unusual sight. You expect to maybe see a bear, so that's what I'm saying. Is the you know humans kind of have a built-in um, alarm. You know when you see yeah. something that's totally out of uh, you know out of bounds for where what you're doing or where you're at. Your body, yeah. your you, you kind of your your mind and your butt kind of tell you. So you knew immediately oh, yeah. then when you saw this other creature that it was not a cute, cuddly little bear. That, I know. <laughs> now, how, sure. now, how big um, do you think this thing was? I, the, the tree was behind. It was a good, it was an old white oak. And I know that tree's really big around. I don't know the exact measurement, but I can't wrap my arms around it. But that it was standing right behind it and its shoulders were still sticking out about six inches on both sides and wow. height wise easily seven, eight foot. I'd go seven and a half. Holy smokes. Boy, that was and, a big animal. <laughs> he was big. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in you're talking about an area where unless you're up there hunting as a human, humans probably aren't, messing around too much or not? I mean, ex explain that to me a little bit. Well, from where it is from here, you have to walk exactly half a mile from the house up the mountain to get to it. And as soon as you get to it, you have to walk another half a mile up to get to the Appalachian Trail. So nobody really messes around in that half mile of stretch because it's no, there's no business to be there unless you're hunting. You're hiking, you're going to be up higher on the application. If you're riding four-wheel, you're going to be down lower because the rocks, you never get over the rocks. So if you're not hunting, there's really no no reason to be up on that part. Wow. It's, uh, so um, have you then – well, go ahead. So let's go ahead and hear your other experience, and then let's dive back into maybe some – some of the uh, previous stuff in that area, if they're, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit. So go, so go ahead and tell everybody, because I'm still trying to process how close 10 yards is for something that big. <laughs> because that is just, ay, ay, ay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I was hunting in Mansfield. I was hunting in Mansfield probably about, yeah, it was last year. I was in my family's camp. And I decided, you know what? I'm not tired. I don't need to sleep. I'm going to go to Walmart because I was hungry. So I was like, I'll go get some chicken or something. So I was heading. I was like, you know, I'm taking the long route. I don't feel like going through the town. There's probably a bunch of people out there. So I was like, I'm just going to take the long route. So there's a clearing road up there. And it's pretty much you go up one side, down the other side, but it's clear on both sides of the road. And... I wanted to especially go up there because it was a full moon. And where the camp is, you can't really see it. And with the town, you can't really see it because of the lights. But I knew on the clearing, as soon as you got to the top of it, you could see the full moon like there was no tomorrow. It was just a beautiful sight. But um, as soon as I got up there, I put the truck in park. And I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out and take some pictures. Maybe my phone will, like, make it look pretty. So I'm taking pictures, and just out of nowhere, 
I, there was this rock. It got thrown to me. It was the size of a softball. I, I dodged it. It hit the truck. But I was like, what the heck? Like, what? Like, I was so confused. I had no idea what happened. Like, I didn't know if it was, like, teenagers out there just messing around or what. But it was just scary. So I was like, well, screw this. So I just got back in the truck. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to see. Because I'm nosy. I got to see. So I back up and I aim my headlights where, where it came from. Nothing. Did not see a single thing. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to go to Walmart now. So I head out and I'm heading to Walmart. And I'm like... Coming through Walmart, I was like, you know, I don't, I should just go back that way just to see. So that's what I did. I went the same way back just to see. As I was driving off from putting my taillights in there, I just happened to look back. And in my rear view, I just seen him just standing there, just popped right out on the road a couple feet and just stood there. And I was like, oh, so, so okay. after, so after you, after something after threw the rock at you. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I missed that part. It was in the story I posted on there, and then I got sidetracked. Skipped right <laughs> over it. Um. So. Uh, so. So you see it in the. Then what? Do you like say stop and turn around, or do you? I you just slammed on my brakes and started watching. But I just I could not. I, that was probably the more scarier one of the two, just because of the fact it was right there. And I was trying to watch it and get a picture, but it just took two more steps and it was back into the woods it went. And and so that, I mean, because you're not talking like right by Walmart, are you? I mean, you're no, talking like it's an old, no. okay. So it's, a, so it's an old, it's a desolate place that you're at. I mean, even though there's a road there, it's still kind of... Um, yeah. There's there's nothing there. So you but so you didn't feel compelled to jump out of the truck and try to get oh, a better no. and try to get a better. Nope. Um no, nope. I was content in there. <laughs> so in other words, so in other words, you got out near wherever that thing wherever that creature was and it didn't like you it didn't like you out there. And it wanted to make sure no. you were leaving. And it made it want to make sure you were leaving. So it threw the rock to get your attention. Yeah. Okay. To say, hey, you need to go. Like, this is mine. You go. Wow. Now, wow. So, I mean, it's, and I think Jason will agree. When you talk to, like, hunters, and I've heard Wes say this and somebody, you know, hunters have such an eye for detail when it comes to what's going on in nature. And you got, you, you know, you guys are out there in the woods, pay such close attention to every little uh, thing that's going on. Um, I love, I love the fact that you're, you know, that most people wouldn't see something in the rear view mirror in the, in the taillights, but it's like, you're, like you said, you're like kind of nosy and you want to see what all is going on. So you're, really paying attention to your surroundings. I think that's uh, a lot of people don't do. They would already been looking at their phone probably for something or. Yeah. I don't know. Just I've always been like, I have always like, since I was little, if there was ever deer, like my dad would purposely stop to make sure I could see the deer. Mm -hmm. So it always became like a game, like who could see the deer first? Like who could do this? So like every time I'm always like, I out for deer, I out for deer. 
and then sometimes something else catches my eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when that. It, so when that creature then stepped out of sight from your taillights, did you just say, "Okay, good enough. I'm taking. I'm just going to keep on going." And and uh, yep. you didn't you didn't feel compelled to like turn around and try to get it in the headlights or anything or. Oh, it was more the fact that if it already threw a rock and I got out of the truck for five seconds, what's it going to do if I back out? Because I initially would have, it would have been to them ignoring the sun to get out. So what, what would have happened if I backed up just to try and get another? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, it'll, it'll be a, like a sign of aggression, perhaps. You just couldn't take that chance. I yeah. understand completely. Yep. Yeah, and I under and I understand. I mean, I'm hearing this, and you know, you're describing how big that thing is. Okay, that you saw when you were out hunting, and so you got to imagine that's the normal size for something like that. And if something's seven and a half feet to eight feet tall, and you know, six inches wider than a pretty good sized tree in the shoulders, you turning a truck around isn't going to scare it. You know, it's gonna it's liable to it's liable to be able to just yank that truck door right off and yank you out. You know, because I he, I can hear people right now thinking, oh, I would have turned around or I'd have jumped back out, got <laughs> camera out. Well, but that's I, all. That's all them. I want no. Exactly. Well, but I think that that's a testament to the time you have spent out in the woods hunting, and like you said, you had the feeling of. It was giving you a chance to get out. And yeah. if you're going to ignore that warning, then you're going to maybe pay a little bit of a price for it. But yeah. yeah but, so, so, and so you've had a couple other little experiences where you heard stuff and didn't Now, Was that before you had sightings and you just didn't realize what you were he- hearing or, or yeah, that, the main ones were like, because I live in the middle of nowhere, like in the middle of the woods. So I would let my dogs out at night, and they'd go crazy. And we'd always just be like, oh, it's just deer, it's just this, it's just that. But then after I was up there in the woods, and I seen that, and it was just because the way he came, if he would have came the long way, it would make sense. But if he would have came straight up like I did, that would make more sense, which means he would have had to pass my house past my dogs to get up there oh so, so you're saying so you're saying where that were in the first incident incident where you were hunting for that thing for that creature to get up where it was it the most sense it made for traveling was to go the same way you went yep and like because if he unless he's you know training for the next like athlete like olympics and stuff he would definitely would not have came the other way because that's like seven eight miles is just pure uphill and rock wow so so what else from so this sounds like a you know i mean this sounds like a perfect area for a for quite a few of these creatures to just kind of be um left alone but what else have you heard from the area? Like I asked you before, okay, you, you said your dad and your grandpa both hunted from that same spot. Do you want to tell everybody like, 
like so you so you asked them if they had ever experienced anything what did they have to say well my grandfather he he always was he always said there's something in the woods i've seen it i've seen something i just can't explain like stuff like that but my dad is always mr skeptic and he's like well i've never seen anything i don't believe you but he always gets like real gamey smells up there like real strong smells that end up pushing them out but he came down at one time. He usually goes up at about 3 o'clock just to get settled in and then wait. But he went up at 3, and he was back by 4 because he just said the smell up there was just too bad. It was just a gamey, like something dying. But he oh, never geez. believed it. Hmm. <laughs> he found a way to rationalize his way of, of coming back down. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's a that, Jason. When she told me that, the, now were we talking? He's going up at three in the morning, right, to get set up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so Jason, she's telling me this about this. He's up there, and this smell is overwhelming to the point where he comes. I mean, if you're getting, listen, if you, I don't hunt, but I know enough. If you get up at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to go do something, you're serious about it. Okay. Yeah. And. And you're not just going to turn around and leave, no matter what it's doing, no matter what you're doing, hunting, fishing, uh, heading for Walt Disney World, you know, Disney World on vacation, you know, whatever you're doing at three o'clock in the morning, you're serious about it. So think about the fact that he's up there at in the dark, a half mile up away from his house, mm-hmm. and he's overwhelmed by the smell. So that thing has to be. It had to right be really there. close, very right close. There, just watching him, and he and he has to tell himself, "Yeah, this is a dead deer." Like, because if you really think about what, well, what that. My opinion yeah, but, on that is he's fooling himself because these are familiar grounds that he hunts all the time. He goes up there earlier. He's familiar with the trails. He's probably, uh, you know, during rutting season, he's always probably always up there. So he knows what's going on. He knows the natural smells that are in that area and to go up there and set up in his normal fashion at three o'clock in the morning. And then to have this pungent, uh, odor that would drive him out of his tree stand. I mean, he knows something's up there, whether he wants to admit it or not. I'm sure he knows something is up there. That's why he left. Well, yeah, I can imagine admitting to yourself that you're sitting there in the dark and there's something that you can't see so close to you that you can smell it, but you can't see mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's it would be dr- terrifying. Very terrifying. That's a uh, that's an underwear changing experience right there, buddy. And, and think if I've... he heard it like walking around. I mean, I'm sure these things are so heavy. They probably sound like uh, Clydesdale horses when they uh, you know prance around a little bit. You could tell that there's a lot of weight there, weight yeah. and power. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, J- I'm sorry, Jason. I don't think that prance around was probably a That's... good adjective and describe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean when they move around when they're you know when you're backing them out of their trailers. I mean, it's Clyde's. They're just very heavy animals. You can you can tell. I'm, 
<laughs> or oh, like when you I got was... a bull in the stall. We used to see this in Reno. And, uh, you know, they're kind of ornery anyway. So they're like, you can tell that they're like really aggressive, but they have to hurt them and get them to move in the right direction. Well, I, I, I thought you were I thought you were referring to the Bigfoot prancing around. And no, I just, all I uh-uh. could see was a Bigfoot with a party hat. No. And like a little... A little, no, like a little. That's a little. Uh, that's a little uh, too far fetched there. <laughs> so, so Cassidy, so you, what strike? What gets me is that you said your grandpa had said for it had to be years if he's talking about it, and your dad still didn't. Your dad still didn't put any credence into your grandpa saying it. Oh yeah, He's just—he's very skeptical. Like if—if he—if he does not see it with his own eyes, he's not going to believe it. And even then, he'll still be like, "Ah, that was just somebody in a ghillie suit." Right, but I, I don't. Uh, okay, like I said, I'm a novice. I don't go out hunting. My my one daughter who plays college basketball, she was a deer hunter. She goes out, you know, she, but it's not deer hunting like you're doing, you know, it's deer hunting where they come into the open field and are eating out of a corn pile. Okay. But, you know, I know from talking to her just how intense and, uh, you know, on edge and, and high stakes, it seems to be when you're sitting there with the gun trying to hit a deer, what, what fool, what fool is going to be literally 10 yards away from a trained hunter in a ghillie suit dancing around. You know, I'm going back to the prancing, you know, I'm going back. You, you'd have to be a fool, wouldn't you? I mean, or if somebody you're not, with a death wish. Yeah. Yeah. So when people say, when people say that it's somebody out there in a costume, well then we have some really stupid people in America. If that's what's going on, because you can't just explain away all that stuff. And you, and you, you, I, you know what you're talking about out in the woods. And I, and I just, I really wish we could talk to your dad and kind of put him on the spot and say, "Come on, man, what do you think? What do you think?" Because you can't. That can't be the first time. Then, if your grandpa has seen stuff, and you guys have all hunted in that same spot, right? Isn't that what you said? You guys have all used that same stand. Yep. Wow. Because so to, to think that your grandpa might have seen the same creature that you saw however many years earlier, it, or it, that's just, that's crazy. That's, that's kind of crazy. You know? It really is. Now, what it, so, so I'm assuming you told your dad then about your, at least the one experience, and, and he told you you were crazy? Oh yeah, pretty much. Cause I'd I'd start out with him be like, "Hey, this is what I see." He'd be like, "Yeah, your butt's out." And then he'll just be like, "Yeah, I'm not listening." I'm just like, "Okay." <laughs> that that is okay. So next time, just let your dad know this one thing: he may not believe in Bigfoot, but Bigfoot believes in him. so so now i'm assuming you've got lots of friends and stuff in the area that are also they're just like you that are outdoors uh outdoors people you guys are out four-wheeling your guys are out hunting has there been any other stories from the area that that your group your peer group has told like 
okay, well, you saw one. Well, guess what I saw? I mean, is there, has there been any of that that has gone on? Yeah, there's a couple. There's, like, they have this one out Clark's Valley. People always said that that was haunted, like, Wendigos and shapeshift or not shapeshifters, skinwalkers and stuff like that. So, like, if people would go out there at night, they, you know, it'd be real scary for them. They'd be sketchy. They hear wood knocks. They hear, like, howls and callings and all that like, stuff. And it's just, it's a cool place to go during at night. That's just, that's asking for something to happen. It is very scary out there at night. But there's this little lady that lives down the road from me. Everybody calls her crazy because of her story. But when she was real little her and her sister shared a bedroom and it was hot one night. So they had the window open with the screen in and all that fun stuff. Well, her head was right up against the window. That's where she was sleeping. Well, they were rough house and just jumping around on the bed, making lots and lots of noise. And then they're like, well, we're done. So they get ready to lay down. So she's sitting there, she's laying and she just hears like breathing, like in her window, just hears breathing. Well, she gets over, turns the light on, and looks out the window, and all she's seen was a big fuzzy face looking right in at her. Hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, boy. And so she – and so is this a lady who probably lives in the same house that she probably grew up yep. in? Yep. Same house, never moved. Barely never goes outside. Windows are all boarded up. Wow. Wow. And I think I think people that are listening to this and don't understand like um, how remote some places in in Pennsylvania, in America really are like you think like we're everything's populated and there's people right on top of one another everywhere. But I mean, I'm picturing these places that you're talking about at the bottom of a mountain in Pennsylvania. And I can I can see like an old old rickety house. Out in, the, out in the middle of nowhere, boarded up because, uh, you know, and the same old, the same lady living there and her family's probably lived there oh, since yeah. the day it was built in the middle of the 1800s or even earlier. Um, yeah. but it definitely like the other place you were talking about. So that they're taught that they're saying they're skinwalkers and Wendigos, but just the, mm-hmm. just the stuff that's going on, the howls and the tree. That's that's typical Sasquatch Bigfoot behavior, you know. Um, yeah. So they're fooling themselves if they <laughs> if they think it's a Wendigo or a Skinwalker. I think they're out there messing around with Bigfoot with Bigfoot. They're oh just, yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't do it. That's all them. They want to go do that. All right, have fun. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> live and let live, right? <laughs> yep. And so the is so people in the area though they think the older the old lady is is just making that story up, huh? That she just yeah, they think her they think she's just a crazy lady, and she's really sweet. She's like the sweetest lady I've ever met. But nobody really talks to her. She just kind of lives with her cats. Nobody nobody messes with her, and she doesn't really talk to anybody. I, I would be no. Have you talked to her? Have you ever talked to her about what you experienced? I don't. I never wanted to because what if that would bring back like memories for her? And it, I didn't want to, you know, set her back if she was getting good or something like that. 
I gotcha. I gotcha. I would be interesting though, because, um, you know, who knows, maybe she knows people make fun of her and call her crazy and stuff. Maybe that is the validation she would need. Like, okay, well, uh, so now, you know, at least somebody doesn't think I'm crazy, you know? And, and that's the, that's the bad thing is like, Cassie, that's why I'm glad that you like put something on the Facebook page that you agreed to come on because, um, just like that people, people that like your dad that won't accept unless they see it with their own eyes, then that prevents other people from coming forward and telling, uh, telling their stories, you know, and, you know, nobody deserves to be called a kook because of some experience that they had, you know, yeah, you didn't ask, yeah, you didn't ask, you didn't ask for that, for either one of those experiences, you know, mm-hmm. because now, you know, I mean, how is it now the next, you know, when you go hunting and you're up there, you, you gotta be thinking about that all the time. Don't you? Oh, I do. I do not do early morning hunts and I do not do late evening hunts. I do just, I stay out of the woods in dark, but then I always end up coming out at dark anyway, just because I like being in the woods. It's like my peace. It's my little slice of heaven. So you, so you've kind of come to the realization that, you know, you've been in the woods hundreds or thousands of times and nothing ever happened that if you just kind of mind your own business, maybe, um, that's the way it'll be because, but, but you just know, I mean, you gotta just know, I mean, it's just gotta be the same way with bears, right? You know, bears are out there. If you're vigilant and, um, careful, you can steer clear of trouble. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, if you don't mess with them, they won't mess with you. Now I want to ask you, do you, how, I mean, I, cause like, I'm not a gun guy. Okay. But how safe do you feel with the kind of, uh, weapons you're going out into the woods with against something that size? Well, I just hope I'm pretty good. Pretty good shot as <laughs> I think I am. Cause with a bold action, it might take me a sec to get another one in there. Oh, wow. I hey, listen, I'd, like I said, if I'm going, if I got to take a girl with me, you're the one because, because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm running scared out of the woods. You can at least get a couple shots off and, and save me <laughs> 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 or wow. else, or, or else Jason, she might just figure I can't, I can't kill the Bigfoot. I'm just going to wound Shane. And then I'm going to walk out past him and the Bigfoot can get, can get hit. <laughs> Bigfoot will have his hands full. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so when you had that, had that sighting there in the woods, like, what did you think you were seeing? Like, what, like, what do you think was standing there 10 yards away from you? Did you, you know, was it just an animal? Was it like, a yeah, wild what, man. I, I mean, I, go ahead. At first, I was like, "It could." Is it a bear? And then I started seeing it more. I was like, "No, that's not a bear." And then just instantly in my head, I got that's Bigfoot. I just seen Bigfoot. And then it settled in, and then I got panicky. 
But did you get the feeling that it was just an animal or that there's more more to it than just an animal? I just, at first I just thought it was a bear. And then I seen the whole thing and I was like, yeah, that, that's definitely not a bear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cassidy, um, I'm going to tell you what. I, the, these are some. These are great. These are great experiences. I'm telling you, I I think our listeners are going to really. Um, they're going to love these. Yeah, they're going to love this. They're going to love the stories. And I, and I really do. I I do appreciate the fact that you you know shared them on that Facebook page and that you came on and shared them with us. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, I'm glad that you. <laughs> Look, you're one tough chick because I don't know that I can go back out in the woods <laughs> for sure. Yeah, after having the experiences that you've had and then be able to go back out in the woods and still find peace and enjoy that, that is that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I hope that um I hope that that your dad gets to experience what you did in some way. So no, that... you shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Hey, listen. If he's not going to believe her, he deserves to find to find out to find out because because like I said, she doesn't deserve to have somebody not believe her, you know. Yeah, especially her true. dad. That's especially true. Especially her dad. Yeah. yeah, you do have a point there. But you see, that's why we have forums like this where we do believe, and uh, we are a strong community of people that. Uh, we want to hear about other people's experiences. Your your experiences could actually help other people because yeah, other people definitely. have not been able to reach out. They're harboring this anxiety inside of them because they're scared to tell anybody for somebody might think they're crazy. And then they hear your experience and then they're like, okay, well, I, I know I wasn't crazy. I know I experienced that. It just makes them feel better. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we we definitely appreciate it, and and yep. I uh, I hope that if you um, are out hunting or taking pictures of the moon or whatever, and have another good experience, I hope that uh, you'll reach back out and let us uh, let us know because I mean we'd lo- I'd love to hear it, you know. Oh, I would, sure. too, of course, yeah. But definitely, Cassie, I want you to be careful out there. Yeah, please. be safe out there for sure. <laughs> yeah. oh, I will. Be safe, be safe. But, but hey, Cassie, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this morning. And um, I know you got Jason. Like I said, this is one tough chick. She's got some. She's going to be doing some hard work today that I can't even imagine doing. So, <laughs> what you what you going to do? <laughs> she, I'm she, currently renovating my trailer. Oh, she said she's putting in a water. Said told me she was putting in a water line, and I'm like, yep. I. I don't even hardly know how to fill my my cup up with water. How can you put it in a water? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't make a very good plumber either. I would probably drown myself. That's how bad I would be. <laughs> you don't have to be good at it. You've got to figure out which one's the on and off switch. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, There you go. There you go. I'm done at that point. Right? Well, then if you're going to sweat the copper together, you know, you're going to be replacing some pipes, that would be a little difficult too. <laughs> Well, well, Cassie, good, good luck, good luck in the renovation. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, like thank said, you again safe. for coming on. We really appreciate yep. it. Yeah, no problem. Have a yes. good one. Yep. All right, we'll you talk too. to you. Yep. Bye. Bye. Yep. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.